<laughs> but either way, it was it was definitely good, and it's definitely going to be good tonight. Hey, yo, Code Keepers, we got a nice one for you tonight. You know what? If you ever saw that craziness by Netflix called Self Made on the life of Madam C.J. Walker, and you know, and you know how we went in on that one because that was a pack full of lies. But the biggest lie, the biggest lie is the fact that people think that you can be self-made, that you can do it all by your lonesome, that you don't need nobody else. You just pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, right? Right? Wrong. All right. Welcome to Get On Code, the Fly Guy Show, which is a series of melanated conversations focused on empowerment, health, wealth, and knowledge of self. People think in binary choices because they are conditioned to. And on the wall was a picture of a wolf and a lion. I think the wolf was the Democratic Party, the lion was the Republicans. But the drug trade and all these illegal stuff that uh, people do, that's still economics. It's just that they couldn't do it in a traditional system. We're talking about melanated wealth. So we can build wealth, but we just, for some reason, don't seem to be able to transfer it. You had a great experience. Fine. That means nothing. What were you told as a child about education? You had to be how many times better? Every impression without an expression becomes depression. Ain't nobody self-made. Ain't nobody self-made. Ain't nobody self-made. And we got the good brother from another mother and father, my brother. Dan Trez Omi. What's good, hermano? Peace, man. How you doing, brother? You doing all right? Everything is love, man. Love is life. We got fit goddess in the house. Peace, queen. Peace. And, uh, of course, we have our resident metaphysician. (laughs) I'm stumbling already. I'm tired. Zumbi, what's good, bro? Peace. Hey, look, Zumbi, you and I were just talking about 10 positions that people need when they build their team because there's this big myth that you can do it alone um why don't we start off by you running down just those 10 just give us the word you ain't have to give us the diatribe okay just give, just give us the word <laughs> so so what we were talking about for those of you who are watching uh precise thinking uh i've taken a chapter uh from my book okay gospel of Afronomics theology and the chapter is called Advisors to the King or Queen. Uh, in my research where successful wealth builders and wealth creators have what I call a cabinet. And I've designated 10 positions that every wealth creator and every wealth builder should have. So these 10 positions are one, an accountant or CPA, certified financial Uh, certified public accountant, Uh, two, an attorney or lawyer, three, a banker, uh, be it personal and or an investment banker, Uh, number four, a financial advisor or a CFP, certified financial planner, Uh, number five, an insurance agent or broker, number six, an estate planning attorney, Uh, number seven, an asset protection attorney, Number eight, a tax attorney. Number nine, a real estate agent or broker. And number 10, a business advisor or coach. 
All right, so that's that's in the business world, the growth, wealth, business, you know, wealth building world. But I think those things kind of also fall into our personal lives. Mm-hmm. And when we deal with the fact that nobody's self-made, we're talking about in parenting, nobody's self-made. Mm-hmm. We're talking about in terms of conscious building, you know, you have somebody that's your enlightener. So nobody's self-made. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it took a, uh, a masculine and feminine energy together to make all of us. Ain't nobody self-made. Um, one of the things that I think is real important is the parenting in our community. So, you know, fit goddess, what's the deal? You, 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 you partner, I'm sorry, you parent with a tribe. Oh, Where do yeah. you do that at? Where do you do that at? What you mean everywhere? So again, you always know that I always say that I'm imported. I'm not from here. I'm not from Virginia, even though I've been here almost longer than where I was from. Um, what's the the movie quote i always rely on the kindness of strangers not to mention i'm only one person like (laughs) i may be every woman but i only know a little bit about a lot so there's a myriad of things that i can't teach my sons like number one i can't teach them how to be a man so why would i try why would i why would i force myself into a position that i can't assume when when two, there's a myriad of phenomenal options out here. I just have to surround them with it and they it's like chocolate. They get to choose. All right. You can't teach your sons to be a man. Nah. Nah, nah. Yo, 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 with with the queens out there that are, you know, studying from some other books, that sounds like slander. That, that that's gotta sound like Hold I on, mean, yo, yo, Danny, would Bell Hooks agree with that? <laughs> would Nikki Giovanni agree? No, no, with I'm that? not even gonna go. I'm not even gonna go to the gospel of Bell Hooks. I mean, you know, my mom is a warrior. She didn't know how to raise warriors. You know, what I mean, now don't get me wrong. She's, you know, the goddess is right. Um, that you know, there's you have to have a tribe, a community to raise your babies. It was never meant to be a two person job. It's never meant to be a one person job. And I mean, but a lot of things that I learned. Either she taught me or she put, she said, you need to go here to learn. You know what I mean? So like, but um, here, here's my thing. My thing is, I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I, I know you are, brother. Go ahead. So like, so like, <laughs> so like, humbles take care of my family. She, she taught me how to do that. Right. And look, a lot of times we like to say, and we're going off on a tangent, by the way, um, just real quick. We're going off on a tangent from what, what the thing is. But what I'm saying is that like, um, she's like, you, you're a nurturer. You nurture your babies. You know what I mean? On top of providing, you're also a nurturer. Because we all, all men, men should be nurturers, right? We have to be like turtles. We have to be hard on the inside, hard on the outside, but soft on the inside. You know what I mean? So definitely, like, so, but um, I'm going to just say this. Like, my man says, Supreme, he always says, the hood is indigenous. So everything I learned, I learned in the hood. You know, whether, I, whether it was fishing, whether it was feminism, whether it was a, the Supreme Mathematics, I learned all of that in my neighborhood. I didn't learn any of, the, any of that outside, particularly Black history. We were talking about how we're talking about how right now they're trying to get you know CRT and Black History AP out of the out of education, but you you can speak on this, Seiko. We didn't learn none of that in the in the classrooms. We learned all of that in the street. You no, know what I mean? We didn't. Right, right. I got my Joel A. Rogers Volume One, Two, and Three on the street corner in Harlem. You know, I remember listening to Dr. Amos Wilson when he had his he had a, he had a, a, a he had a he had a store on Harlem. He would play his his lectures. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah, but um, um, my moms did teach me, you know, 
she did say you have to do stuff for your community. And she and she actually told me, she used to tell me all the time, um, if you can help somebody, it is your duty to help them. You True, know but that's not indicative of being a man. I would teach my daughters that too. Well, I think it is. I think it is. I, I don't. As a as a as a woman who finds herself in a community, and again, like I told Sego, I was taught to be a man at eight. So mm-hmm. it's not, it's very, it's very empowering as a woman to have these kinds of conversations to be like, you have a presence in this place. It's not just a man's place to be in the community and be a forefront because women are needed just like men. However, there's a certain way to go about it. The way that a woman maneuvers through the community is not the same as the way a man maneuvers through the community. Last time I was on a show, they were talking about um, how we take off our sweatshirts, right? If if a young boy is around his mother, she going you gonna see him pull it off like this because trying not to mess up my hair, but a dude is just gonna pull it off. That those little nuances. Um, make it different right those I don't things think so. still- I, don't, I don't think so and i and, and i remember that i watched the video and like men should sit down when they use a the bathroom hmm. why because when we when we pee standing up we spray everywhere we spray on the seat we spray on the floor but so, you know what but, I mean? and a lot of times listen, a lot of times you're we don't the only one it. that can tell the difference in that because you know me i'm not going I've, I've never had the there's no reason for me to stand up and know that know that there is a difference only but, uh, but i mean what i'm saying is what my point is my men should sit down at mp true but again man. i would never know the difference as a man Look, the, the examples him. that y'all use and i don't want to i don't want to go off on a tangent because we're going off on tangent now <laughs> i don't want to go off on tangent. i want to i don't want to talk about what we talked about last week let's talk about let's talk about the community in the village that's what i want to talk about so so yeah. to bring it back around to bring it back around you're you're helping me make my point the things that you learn through trial and error as a man are so valuable that only you, a man, can explain that to my son because I will never have that same trial and error. I will never have to decide between standing up and sitting down because I always sit down. But you as a man can stand up and sit down and be like, hmm, sitting down makes more sense. Even though it was a woman, I was like, you're peeing everywhere. So that's, that's you know. No, I mean, I you gotta clean. You gotta clean the top of the toilet and the bottom of the, and under the toilet. But who is the person you know that, I mean? that that? Because what ends up happening in the household is usually the women do the cleaning. So, but you know, again, we're going off on a tangent. I don't want to do that, Seiko. Let's get back to the topic. So yeah, we could talk about this in a. We could do this in a different. <laughs> podcast. But yo, for real, for real. Rename, it, rename the title. Rename the title, and we can we can keep it going. <laughs> Push it up real quick. Yo, for real, for real though. If if the pe- the message is ain't nobody self made, and we're talking about roles in the household, who teaches those roles, and you know what's the best strategy to urinate, <laughs> you know, we'll I think it all flows together, we'll man. Sweater, right? I think it all flows together. Because I mean, because Danny, you've raised sons, right, and daughters, yeah. Hmm. And mentored, and mentored for decades. Yeah, definitely. Mm. All right, so that may have been a bad example talking about mm-hmm. peeing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> different one, different one. Maybe, maybe we can make better points with a better subject matter. All right, but you know, Danny, you mentioned that your your mother helped you become a warrior. She only raised warriors. Yeah, she only raised warriors. Yeah. All right, so you, your brother, and your sister. So, how did your mother? by herself 
raise a warrior, raise three warriors. I don't see it happening. No, and I never said that. I, I, I never said that. I'm just saying she understood that a community is important. And, I, and, and like I mentioned earlier, she instilled, like, it's funny because, like, a lot of things that I do now, I try to, like, somebody asked me a question today that was, like, what are three things you did that are for yourself? And I had to really think because I like everything that I ended up doing, it ended up having a, a strong community component in it, right? So whether I did breakdancing, right? Like, so now when like breakdancing has always been, I have to make it a community component, com component right? I have to create right. a cipher in my community for all of us to get down. So every time I say I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do something when it comes to breakdancing, like, oh, I have to get a, I have to get a access to a, a space so that people can come together and we can cipher. So it's an automatic community component. So like that's something she instilled in me in a very young age. That like, everything you do or everything that you're has to have a community component to it. You know what I'm saying? So I remember being young, and I remember like um, um, I spoke English and Spanish, right? So we used to go to social services, right? I used to translate for my mother, and then mm -hmm. one time this lady was like, "Hey, can you help me translate? Because I don't speak English." So I had to translate for this woman. So once a month, my mother used to drag me down to social services, right, and make me translate for people. And I hated, you know, looking back, I hated it. I was like, oh my God, I got to get down here and sit down in social services with all these people, and I got to translate for them. And she used to make me do it. And, you know, it was, it was, I wouldn't even say volunteer. I say she drafted me into that, right? Right. But those are the things that she taught me that I was like, hey, whatever you do, you um, have to do for your community. So to this day, there's there's only two things I do that I that, that's not even part of it, that I do for myself. Everything else I do for my community. And it's like that's something she instilled in me. And me and my siblings, all all three of my siblings, we all do community work, and that's something that she instilled in us very young. Like, I mean, like very, very young. Um, and you know, so that's something like you have to be part of the community, you have to give back, and also the community is gonna help raise you. So everything that I learned, that's why I teach Capoeira for free, right? Because everything I learned, I learned from my community for free. So I've been doing that for 11 years. So, yeah. Yo, we have the uh, the good brother, the Chakra Doctor. What's good, bro? Yeah, he'll tap in in just a second. <laughs> Can't hear you right now, bro. But, yo. Oh, my bad. How y'all doing? Right, right, right. Yo, we're talking about ain't nobody self-made. And the reason that this conversation came about was not just about the um, the pack of lies that Netflix dropped with self-made with Madam C.J. Walker. There's a pervasive message that's coming across in our community that's telling our sisters. That's telling everybody. It's telling everybody. Everybody, yep. Capitalism is telling everybody that you're self-made. Self-made millionaires, self-made billionaires. The CEO cult that we have going on right now, this idea that, um, that yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's prevalent. That's part of capitalism. This idea that we're all self-made millionaires, that we don't need anybody, that um, yeah, that's that's on everybody. That's on everybody, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, long as they got long, long as they got us broken single, they straight. You know what I mean? That's that's <laughs> on everybody. They tell they tell us that. They tell everybody that. Like you, you know, you do it on your own, and you are gonna make money. And that's something that's prevalent. That's something that we adopted from capitalism. That really is. It's very Eurocentric. It's something that we we adopted from that. And I hear that all the time with young people. I'm, I'm an educator. And I hear that all the time. I don't need anybody, you know. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. Like, you know, a lot of that come from a lot of that, a lot of that come from abandonment, man. When you've been abandoned, what else, what other mentality do you take? But I don't need anybody. That's the mentality you have to take in order to make it. 
You know what I mean? After you get to, uh, a lot of us grew up with our mothers. A lot of us grew up with our fathers. So the mentality of a person that grew up without a mother or father or only grew up with one parent is, hey, you know, I got to take on that position. And when you're young and you're taking on that position, you have to, uh, you have to act it out. You have to like uh, act out as best as you know, which you don't know. And so this is where you see where a lot of people say, well, I don't need anybody. I don't want anybody. But in actuality, the reason why they're saying they don't need anybody is because they need somebody. And the reason why they're saying they don't want nobody is because they want somebody. You know what I mean? Um, hurt dogs holler all the time. But if we just look at what people are saying versus how people are living, we'll get caught up in what people saying. Right. And if you just look at the lifestyles people live in, it is clear to see that everybody needs somebody. Right. But I don't think they actually mean it. I don't need nobody. I think that's just like a, I think that's just like a, uh, what one might call a cry out uh, or, or a, uh, a lashing out towards the people that abandoned them. Right. Because a lot of people who are abandoned, you, you see people who have been abandoned say that you don't never see nobody who grew up with a mom or daddy in a family dynamic ever talk about they don't need nobody. Right. Um, you know, if you grew up with both parents in your house, you know, you need somebody. Let me just say this. There's a Eurocentric idea that started in the 50s that a family consists of mom and dad and the children. When we know in actuality, in African culture, we've always had it's always been elders, uh -huh. parents, aunties and uncles and cousins in the same household. Speak on it, bro. But we were doing that even during slavery. We were doing that. We were doing that. We was on that. Even if even if mom and dad got sold, grandma, uncle, or auntie took you in. You know what I mean? Yeah, the village, the village, even, raised, even, the village raised the child. But, after that, he, exactly. Not in that no after more. that, that ball has been so dropped. I have, I have students gone. that'll be like, I live with my grandma and my grandpa. So it's your family. Right. That's your family. What is you talking about? You know what I mean? Like that's or oh, my aunt and uncle. But elders don't find like, respect in being elders no more. Yeah, like I grew up in the hood. Remember the elders, the elders treat the children hood. like burdens. I grew up in the hood with people that black elders I thought I thought black that elders was... treat black black elders treat kids like burdens. The first thing they do is say, I can't wait till you turn 18 to get out of my house. That's well, the so first that's thing elders tell these children. I can't wait till you get old enough to get out of my house. Now that now let's not that's not an elder that's the adult the elder is the grandparent in my in my mindset. Well, remember the the elder raised the adult. So where the adult True. get it from? No, I mean I get you because my mother was that one at seventeen. She was jumping up and down like literally physically jumping up and down, very excited to tell me, "Hey, I'm no longer responsible for you. Get ready to get fact, the fuck so out of my woman, house." Right? So I, I so I know this woman. She she just had a baby. She just she, she just had a baby at forty years old. And she's like, oh, man, I'm trapped again. And I'm like, you just had a Why baby, you and you're calling yourself trapped. You're like, yeah, man, I'm not supposed to be having no baby at 40. Now I'm trapped and stuck. Now I'm stuck with this baby. So now you literally got a child that you feel like is not a blessing in your life, but you're stuck. This is what a lot of parents feel like today. Um, and a lot of uh, parents feel like that because of abandonment. You know, we dropped the ball when it came right. to what the brother was talking about. When the brother talked about, yo, we had mamas, we had daddies, we had aunties, uncles, nephews, the village raised our children. But you already know that was an agenda to break that family dynamic up. That village dynamic has been broken. No, but 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 my, my point is that we, we like to look at family as a particular structure, right? And we don't look at, again, we still don't look at the village and the community as a family. 
right? right. And again, I, I remember growing up with people that I thought that was the blood mom and dad, and it wasn't. They were just adopted. They were they were informally adopted by people. And I see it to this day. There are kids that be like, yo, that's my that's my little brother. And I'd be like, really? Well, how y'all related? So my mom just took him in. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. And and and, yeah. and 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 to the and from you know from a Eurocentric perspective, as I've seen as a family, but from an African perspective, that is definitely family. Because it doesn't even have to be blood. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, you know. And, and that's, you hear and that's all the time. Look at it, man. Blood so I've, had, I've had students come in. I had students come in and, and they'll be like, oh, you know, I don't have I don't have a dad, or I don't have a mom, but I'd be like, well, who, who do you live with? And I live with I live with my aunt and my uncle. And I'm okay, that's family. Like that's that's fa- I, I see but that. Does that serve? If anything, is if that, anything, I see is that, that more, good enough? If anything, if anything, I see that more as a manifestation of love because aunt and uncle don't really in, in a Eurocentric society don't really have to do that, take that responsibility, but they did. But to me, that's more of a manifestation of love and action when we see that happening. You know what I mean? So well, and, well, and again, like, look at I look at the I look at the the people in my life that were tremendously influential in how I came up in my consciousness and my growth and development. You know, Baba Varner, you know, Seiko's dad, you know, the late great Baba Skia, you know, Brother George, all these individuals that had that I was not even related to. And they treated me like they was like I was their son. And they treated my, my children like they were their grandchildren. You know what I'm saying? And I think we have to look at family in that perspective versus on how we look at from, you know, like Europeans look at it from mom, dad and child. You know, well, when you Europeans just don't look at it that way, black people look at it that way too. Um, you know, uh, moms and dads are very important to children. This is the Holy Trinity. The Holy Trinity ain't uncle, cousin, and, 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 and auntie. The Holy Trinity is mother, father, child. That's the unk. So when you're missing a key component like a mother. All father, that actually ruins the family dynamic. I disagree. You think, I disagree. You think it's I cool, you think it's cool that oh, because mama not there, I got an auntie and an uncle. But no, mama not being there, daddy not being there, I mean, removes a big gap that uncle could never fulfill. That I think, I think they can. Though. I think, I think even they though they're right there, they Look, even though they're right there, growing up in that house, that child has to live with the fact that I ain't got no biological mother taking care of me. I don't have a biological father taking care of me. I have surrogates. I have, I, I'm, I'm adopted. Nobody wants to feel adopted. Nobody wants to feel like their mother or father neglecting them. And if you look at the rates in black community, our mothers and our fathers are neglecting us at a higher, way higher rate than the rate uh, than the races of the races. So when you look at the numbers, the numbers show that the mothers and the fathers together can can create a bigger whatever kind of family dynamic they want right but you're talking about aunties and uncles how many uncles raped the or how many uncles molested the uh molested the nephew or the niece how many aunties and aunt cousins beat up or bullied the nephew or the niece every family isn't uh family just like you said blood don't make you family it's the way you treat the way you treat exactly. each other exactly that yeah. make you family exactly yeah exactly Exactly. But so I I've known men that have been adopted. Like I dated a man in college that was adopted. Now he and I had a tiff because again, this is trauma, right? He felt like you said, Rev. Uh I felt like, oh, he wanted his parents. And I'm like, well, bruh, like, come on, son. My parents are not available to me, and yet they kept me. They kept me in this hellhole on purpose and called it love. But you were able, your parents were of sound mind enough to be like, hey, I can't do this. 
and gave you to a loving family. Now, I understand what you're saying in that he still desires that understanding, but it's really about the ability to forgive and receive. Because as a woman, it took me years to be able to receive the love from the village of women to be like, hey, I'm here. I know I'm not your mom, but here I am. I'm here to give you whatever it is that you need from a mother, right? I'm 36 now. I'm blessed to have a surrogate mother. You know what I'm saying? She calls me every morning. She checks on me. She actually gives a damn, you know, when she's able to help me, she does what I assume a mother at 60 would do for her daughter in her 30s. Now, again, these children don't have these coping mechanisms to be able to heal themselves and receive that love from the village. And yes, they are lacking, but is it able, like, do you have to have mom? No, you have to have a mother figure. You have to be Mm -hmm. able to allow that woman to present herself as whatever that thing is you need. I remember a woman when I was 17, again, remember, I told you I moved, I ran away from home essentially to come get my education. And there was a woman who was like, hey, I don't have to be your mom. I can be your friend. Just talk to me as you would an older woman who is here, but I couldn't receive it then because I didn't, I wanted, I longed so deeply for the woman that wasn't able to do that thing for me. Children that aren't- Right. But it's again, it's, it's really just a, a, a thing that has to be taught. We're not being taught the value of receiving love from other people because we're so selfish that not only have I brought this child into the world, I'm going to screw you over, whether it's subconsciously or not. Right. Mm. We, because they're going through the same bullshit that their family put them through. Hence, if you look at a little 16 year old who says, oh, I had this baby because I wanted somebody to love me. But then you also don't pay attention to the child like your mother didn't pay attention to you. You're repeating a cycle, whether willingly or not, searching for something that you won't just let yourself let go of. Because so you are think we saying, mom are we dad. saying that the trauma that we've experienced is one of the reasons why there's this self-made myth going around? Definitely. Well, I know one thing for certain and two things for sure. You know, even <laughs> I know one thing for certain and two things for sure. When you start, when you talk about self-made, when you talk about self-made, that don't mean I didn't have any help. That means the bulk and the heavy lifting of this whole thing, I did it by myself. Those hours up at night while you were asleep, that was myself. When you couldn't go and get, you couldn't come up with the money. I came up with the money. That was myself. When everybody abandoned me, who told me I could do it? Me. When everybody told me I couldn't do it, who said you could do it? Me. So when you're talking about my, when you're talking about self-made, you're talking about a person that didn't need a bulk of the help to create their path and their lane in life. When you're not talking about, oh, I didn't have any help. You're saying, hey, look, look at the minimal help that I did and look how able, look how I was able to cover everything that was missing by myself, right? And when you're doing that, you are self-made. I, um, Jesus was self-made. My, Prophet Muhammad was self-made. All of your, all of your prophets are self-made. Man, as a matter but they of had help. No, no, I got to disagree, brother. All the prophets had somebody had a source. You know what I'm saying? All the prophets had a source. I never said he didn't have help. Look at what I said. Listen to what I said. I said, listen to what I said. When you had minimal 
barely any help. When you have but, minimal okay, but help. But you're going to bring in profits, they have the help from the highest. So you can't say that. Well, remember, we're not, we're not talking about invisible. No, we're talking about you physical are, people you, around you the You brought them up. So you people. were talking about. We're not about. talking about the invisible source that came and sent them. We're talking about the physical people. The prophets were ridiculed by the people. The prophets were abandoned by the, the people. people. The prophet is never accepted in his hometown unless he goes abroad. So the prophets get the hardest end of the stick when it comes to uh, projecting something that's righteous or projecting something that's positive. And the that's prophets are stunned. The, the prophets the get stoned. The prophet get murdered. The prophet gets ostracized and criticized for bringing the truth. No, the prophet, it does, the prophet makes it himself because if he don't, he will fall at the wayside. The first criticism, the prophet going back into his cubbyhole, the first time they stoned him, the prophet is going back into their cubbyhole. And what if Jesus would have gave up the first time they said, nigga, you ain't the son of God. What if he would have gave up? Where did he get that support from, though? Because he, Jesus wasn't, he didn't go to, to Mount he Sinai. He got, the, he to, got no, support but he didn't. I, got, I can do all Actually, things. Jesus had 12 apostles. I mean, That's I don't know. Thank you. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, he had people. That means God is in me. He won't make myself how God made himself. I remember Jesus. Hey, Shaka, Shaka. Right? Shaka, right? Shaka, yeah, Shaka. Yeah. All right. You 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 just brought up some interesting positions I, I disagree with, but also it sounds like Dan Trez and uh, Fit Guys kind of disagree with it as well. So let's do this. Let's do this. You just gave Yeshua as an example of being somebody being self-made. Zumbi, Fit Goddess, Danny, in that order. Was Yeshua self-made? No, no. Um, and I'll and I'll start. I'll, I'll I'll go back to what I said at the top of the show. Okay, everything in nature is about systems and teams. Okay, so we take Yeshua. Okay, his teammate was the Most High. You know, whatever name you want to use. Uh, he had a team of, for lack of a better term, the dirty dozen. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and let's not forget the women in his team, his mother, uh, I want to say well, aunt. Jesus built that team, bro. Okay. You can't say that's so, his team. That's like so LeBron James. Hold, 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 Jesus built Mary? Jesus built Mary? We're gonna come back to you, Chakra. So I love this. I love this. Hey, so Zumbi, finish your point, and then you know my bad, brother. My bad. Okay, so you, you know, and we so we say this with 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 Prophet Yeshua or Prophet Isa, then we go to Prophet Muhammad. Okay, his sahabas who fled with him when he got chased out of Medina, uh, Medina into Ethiopia. Okay, and in fact, he chose one of uh, one of his teammates, if you will, uh, Bilal, Bilal to be a yep. successor. The accountant, yep. Yep. Okay, but you know, Bilal turned down the offer. Mm -hmm. So, what I'm saying is, is that if in nature everything is built with systems and teams, what makes man exempt from that? 
All right, all right. That's, 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 well, that's the thing. When I, when, so remember, I stated earlier, I never said that you did it by yourself. I'm saying that the bulk of the work, the bulk of the work, when Jesus was feeding the 5,000 with the two loaves and the bread, what was the disciples part of that? Passing out the food. Passing out the food. They was passing out the food in the baskets. Wait a minute. I just said it. It wouldn't be no food to pass out had not Jesus multiplied the fish. All right. All right. Fit goddess. We kind of skipped over you. Sorry. But just think about that right quick. These teams are going to be James. I'm going to break it down. Ain't no team. I'm going to break it down even further. Right on a on a molecular level, DNA structure wise, there are two strands that must combine together and turn into a double helix. There is no one strand that can do it by itself. I need the X and the Y. I need all the things in order to work. There's no way. There's no way. The brother said it at the beginning of the show. It takes a masculine and a feminine principle, right? If Jesus had nobody else, he had his mother. I never said he didn't have nobody though. Where no, but again, he didn't. But it, you're talking about the bulk of the work. Nobody. I'm talking, so listen, when I say the bulk on, of the wait, work, wait, no, 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 no. Chakra no. hold tight. Okay, chakra hold tight. Time. <laughs> the bulk, the bulk, the bulk of the work. You still talking, brother? Come on, come on. Give me two seconds. Yeah, She's we're very polite. Her time. Correct. Claiming her time. <laughs> we we all good. We listen to you when you speak. You know, have respect for the lady. Peace. So, again. The bulk of the work was done by who? Actually, Mary creating Jesus. For real, for real. With not oh, for Mary. How so? How so? Okay, let her finish. 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 She said, "How so?" She asked me, "How so?" What? Yeah, she did. Right, but you jumped in. You jumped in before I could finish my statement. So, of course, I'm going to converse with you respectfully. That's what we're trying to do. That's right. However, we did ask for couple minutes for me to give my word before you jumped in. I mean, but if you're speaking falsehood, let me jump in. No, but I mean, so as a woman that... that, Let me debate that. A debate typically typically goes where a person says their full thought, and then once they've conferred, then the other person goes. How do you debate? Because yelling back and forth is not a debate. Yo, fit goddess. Make your point, and then we go to Dan Trez, and then we're going to move on. (laughs) Again, in the creation, if we're talking about the story of life before Jesus was even created, he was implanted into the u- the universe of a woman in which there would have uh, mitosis where the cell division, all of this work is being done by the body, the host, which is Mary. So before Jesus is even into the realm of saying anything she taught him how to walk she taught him how to eat she taught him how before he could do anything she taught him all of that it's not like he learned how to speak on his own somebody had to teach him in order to prophesy and be able to reach the people somebody had to tell him a b c d e f g that person if it wasn't mary it was the village maybe it was the the three wise men that came when he was born what about all these people that showed up at his birth that were there to give him gold jewels clothing like these people don't matter because before he became 13 and then 33 there's a lot of people that are in his story right that actually gave him strength mercy grace forgiveness housing food shelter 
encouragement, words, discipline, hmm. or these things don't matter. Because without these things, who is he? Without those things, if none of those things happen, who will Yahshua be? Just another nobody walking right. around doing nothing. Dan Trez, I know that you wanted to tap in. I, 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 no, I, didn't, I didn't want to tap in. I didn't want to tap in. I'm oh, good. you don't want to tap in? I'm good. All right. yeah, I'm good. All right. I most definitely look, disagree on that shit. I'm good. I'm good. All day. I'm good. But, uh, yo. Because y'all forgetting who his father is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? You don't even give, I, I give think, credit to his father. I think his father blessed his mother and chose her for a reason. I think keyword father chose is, her, not the other way around. The important thing is well, because the father God created the, her. Well, that's what the, that's what the, the creator does. Remember, the creator, the, remember, sure, we all, and we as a creator, that, we're all happy that we're chosen, right? <laughs> no, but remember, the creator is the only one that brings life into the world. The creator is the only one that brings life into the world. Hold tight. Hold tight. I think that the important piece, even though we might disagree with, you know, with Chuck and, you know, we all have our different pieces and perspectives. We're really all saying it takes a village. We're really all saying it takes a village. One man can change the world. I disagree, but go ahead. One man can change the world. Yeah, by, by, by giving him lifetime. one, giving him one that multiplies. The only way you can have you can't have you can't change the world of nobodies. You can't have Martin Luther King. Never, King never said you can change the world with nobody. We said the boat. I said the boat. Remember that? Remember that statue? That that statue. But if he, if you give your shoulders. Yeah, but if you carrying the weight of the world around and don't nobody give a shit, then nobody's what supposed are you to carry the weight of the world on the shoulders. Nobody. Thank you. Many hands make life possible. You're not supposed to, man. You're not supposed to. Any self-employed person yeah. is overworking You're not themselves. To, yeah. Why do I want to be my accountant and yeah, and no, everything yeah. else for myself when I can to, delegate and make yeah. it much easier? Again, morals in African, mm -hmm. right? Afrocentricity, many hands make light work. That's where we come from. It's that's easier for me to be culture, like, yep. hey, you do this, you do this, you do this. Uh, another African problem, right? We go far. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Yep. Ain't no way that's, we come from a people nah. that says one man can make the world. That, I love this song. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I tell my sons, you are great enough with effort and companionship that you can change the world with your thought, but then you have to get other people to agree and move with you. Or he has to get other people to agree. If he don't get other people to agree, but that don't take no work. That don't take no physical work. Because look, no, it doesn't. It doesn't because he can't change the world if it falls on him by himself. If I can't get you to Listen, agree, a you ain't gonna a, change if, it. if a person builds a team, if a person builds a team, that person built that team. The team didn't build itself. No, but the team was already built. Meaning, if no, I say, the team was already listen, built. Listen, no, listen, listen, no. listen, 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 listen. If you are an accountant, that doesn't mean that you're not a part of my. You're not a part of my team. That doesn't make you any less of an accountant. That just means you play. We're not. Me we're not. We're not talking about building companies. We're talking about building nations. You know what right. I mean? Like, Everybody like, play like, a role. Like what you saying, Reverend, is talking about, I'm going to build a company. You know what I mean? We're not, we, again, we're not doing capitalism. We're not doing Eurocentric shit. We're doing, we're building a nation. You know what I mean? And, and it's going to take a, a community to do that. It ain't going to take one person creating a team. That's building a company to sell sneakers. You know what I mean? We're not, that's not the business that we in. You know what I'm saying? 
and I think that's the direction we should take this conversation exactly. in. Yeah. So how do we better unite to deal with some of the junk that we're dealing with? Chakra, I know back in, uh, you, you know, you're in the dirty South. You're in the real dirty, dirty. How are people coming together to address our young people going to jail? Well, first, you know, first and foremost, they're not coming together. They're doing the same thing that they've been doing. We shall overcome someday, you know, march and don't do nothing. Go back to work for the white boy. I mean, that's what, that's what we're doing. We All we're doing is finding out easier ways to get more lazy. All we're doing is finding out easier ways to get more stagnant. You know what I mean? Um, when you look at it, all we're doing is pointing fingers and saying, hey, no, if, 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 if you really take on the mentality of self-made, there'll never be a finger to point outside of you because it's all on it's all on you whether this succeed or not. I remember when I became conscious, I wrote an affirmation over hundreds of thousands of times. And that affirmation was no fear, no doubt, no indecisions, no excuses. It's all my fault. Meaning that as a leader of a nation or leader of a team, leader of a corporation, leader of a family, whatever leadership position you're in, Ultimately, the bulk of the responsibility will fall on your shoulders. Right now, if the if America does, if America falls, everybody will blame Joe Biden, even though we know Sleepy Joe ain't um ain't, ain't, ain't pulling the controls. But everybody's gonna point the finger at Joe because he's the leader, right? If we go any any anywhere anywhere in the world, the leader will get the blame. And the leader will get the bulk of the responsibility, which means that leader by himself can handle way more than what the team can do. Even though he needs a team, even though every nucleus of a cell needs protons, neutrons, electrons, mitochondria, and all the things that make up the cell, we know that the nucleus, without the nucleus of the cell, ain't no cell. Don't even worry about the other pieces of the cell getting together because it has no nucleus. So when we're talking about when we're talking about science, we got to analyze it from that perspective, cellular perspective. A, without, a, a cell without a nucleus is not a cell at all. So it's the nucleus when the when a baby is born. What forms first? The heart. That's why you know the heart is the most important thing in your body. Okay. So we know even though the the, the heart has other players, right? Yeah, who's even the heart has the chambers. Of, who is carrying the bulk of the work for the body? The heart. The heart works. 24 hours a day, pumping, nonstop, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If it stops, it's over with, right? So we right, know that there are the heart has two chambers. parts on the body of Christ. And we know that no one part is singled out over the next. But we do have to analyze the, the order of importance and responsibility when it comes to the parts, okay? And not saying that, oh, the heart is more important than the brain. No, we're saying that the heart has more responsibilities and a bigger role to play than the brain. It has to feed the brain so the brain can operate. So we just, I'm still, just bringing this to perspective still, of, hey, we, we moving on, man. Why are you still on that, on that who has the most responsibility? You still on that. We moving on from that, man. Y'all yeah, moved on from that. You gotta move on from that. You still on that, B. Come on, we Who are you? Who are you? Come on, man. What? You know what? I'm dead. I'm telling you, we you still on that. We made you can't tell me how to speak, my nigga. No, I'm not telling you how to speak. I'm telling you when this panel, we moving on from that. Is what I'm telling you, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to get you on the topic. I'm not trying to get you on the topic. I'm not trying to get you on the topic. You still on that, and we moving on, yo. Come on, we moving on. Seiko asked a question. Let's answer that question. We're not talking about what we talked about 10 minutes ago. 
I just, well, remember, I answered the question. I said, we're not coming together. That's what we was talking about 10 minutes ago, man. Man. Well, yo, well, yo, so, I just you know, got we even in. got First Brother Will Justice. Y'all been talking about it. I just got in it. So, so, so that, that's number one. And number two, a big fuck you. I don't give a fuck about what you think, my nigga, for you to be coming at me like that, bro. Thank you, man. Wow. Man. Sheesh, uh, we're, we're gonna, that took gonna, a little bit longer than I thought. Take him down, please. <laughs> Yo, we're going to put Shaq on. I'm sorry, that was on me. I shouldn't have went like that, but I just really nah, felt like he was nah, going nah, to. Nah. Yeah. Hey, every so often, we get impassioned. Yeah, yeah. Know? And I, I, Yo, my dude, Chakra, one of the things he's real passionate about is we stepping up to shoulder the weight of responsibility. Yeah. And I think he may have come off, you know, bro. Chakra, I think he just come off a lot super impassioned in that. And I, as I'm sitting back listening to what we're saying, I see that we need the unity, but we also need the leader to step up. And no, I don't even think it's that. I think I think what it is is that um, one thing I've learned with community work is is our connections, right? Like who do we know? Because there, when it comes to liberation, there's different lanes. You know what I mean? And for example, like my brother may be down with food justice, and 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 just because I don't do food justice doesn't mean that his work is less important than my work. It's just as important in my work. It's just that I'm not into the food justice business, right? So, so what I need to do is if I know somebody that wants to do food justice, I need to connect them to that, right? If I know somebody that does mentorship and I don't do because I do consciousness raising, right? That's my lane, right? So, like, I do consciousness. I don't do mental. I don't do mentorship, but my my sister does mentorship. So, I need to connect you with that person. And I think that's where that's where nation building really works, right? So, so fit God is does fitness. So, people that are that are right. sick over here, I need to connect them. I don't need to be like, well, I don't do that. I don't do that shit over here. Whatever. That's not as important as the work that I do. It is just as important as the work that I do. And I need to connect them. And that's how we need to work, right? That's that's the business we need to. If you do mental health, then my brother over here does mental health. I need to connect you with them. If you're doing financial responsibility and, and, and financial education, then I need to hook you up with Seiku and do that over there. Be like, well, I don't do what Seiku does. Fuck Seiku. You know what I mean? Like, that's how we need to do this nation building. You know what I mean? Famous words of brother Rizza Islam. It's too late for all that. Too many of y'all sleeping in bed with white folks, and too many of y'all, and too many of y'all have sold y'all sold already. And you point your fingers, bro. We don't need to do that, man. We don't. We, we, he yeah, asked the question. Yeah, yo. I'm being well, a realist. Yo, I'm being yeah, real. Y'all talking yo, fantasy. Shot. One of the things I talked about was the streets that you live in, man. So Will Justice actually just gave you a cosign saying that you're right about the frustration of people not coming together in NOLA. Now, I know you're no longer in NOLA, but you grew up in NOLA, right? You went to jail in NOLA. You had your family in NOLA. Did you feel that frustration that Will's talking worse. about? Now the ladies are, now the women are on drugs. The women are popping pills and doing dope and get going to jail like men. The, it, 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 is, it is completely getting worse. It's not getting better. You know, it is not getting better. In these, with, with, with more of the opiate use, with more of the, the, the music, we're more of the bad eating and the bad dieting. We're more of the laziness. We're more of handouts from massa. It is not getting better. It's not. Go look at the state of the black community right now. We are we are worse than we ever been since we've been here. 
and we are the richest that we ever been since we've been here as well. We're the richest and the worst that we ever been since we've been here. Right mm. now, as we speak, 2023. So what do we do about that? Let's let's round table on that. Dan Trez. There you go. I, I already said what I said, man. We need to um we all have different lanes. We need to connect those lanes and keep putting in that work. I feel, Fit goddess. I feel th this is the one thing I feel well, hold like on, hold we should up. do about Wait till we come back to you. Fit goddess. The, my bad. Just one little quick sentence. No, 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 no. My bad. Fit goddess. Sorry. We got to heal. It's a brain issue, right? The, the physiological trauma has turned into physical trauma, which looks like self-destruction. Right. They sang a song about it when I was a baby. You know, I won't even old enough. I would, the song was at least 10 years old, maybe five years old by the time I actually heard it for the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you know, your daddy know, you know the song. The song no, I'm, I'm, I, you, you aging me right now. You aging me. Right. Yeah. I, I'm aging myself, bro. <laughs> like, it, it's not that we don't know. It's it's we get so passionate. We lose control about instead of focusing that passion to be like, hey, okay, here is the problem. The actual problem is that I have a mental issue and it's, it looks like self-loathing. How do I love myself? How do I rebuild trust in myself? Because it's not that I don't trust you, brother. I don't trust me to trust you. First of all, I don't trust myself to make a decision to trust the person that is in front of me. That's a personal problem. Like if I can't look at my brother and see team, that's a personal problem. If I can't look at my sister who looks like me, regardless of shade, tone or whatever, that's a mental issue where I'm looking into a physical 3D mirror and I'm hating what I see. That's my piece. We got to heal our minds first in order to actually be able Zombie. to look at ourselves with the, love. The, 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 one solution that, the one solution for black people, black people don't follow. And what's that one? What's that one solution that they always, what they always told us? Mind your business, focus on yourself, improve your own life, and let others watch you and copy it. That's what you do. You live your life to the highest and best positive that you can possibly live as an Afrocentric thinker, Afrocentric liver eater, and communicator and networker. Let others watch you and copy you. Really, when you give, give it to people, they don't respect it. When you when you hand it to them, they don't respect it. But when they got to go through something to earn it, that's when they're going to respect your walk. That's when they're going to respect your talk. But a lot of times, we want to play Captain Saver community, Captain Saver black person. No, we are the gods and goddesses of the planet Earth. We will figure it out as long as we focus on ourselves and in our immediate surroundings. A lot of times, we weren't about what Sister Alligator, Brother Crocodile, and Joe Sasha's head and Plain Jane doing. Man, we need to focus on what I'm doing as an individual person, AKA self-made, what I'm going, and I'm gonna make myself do these particular things for myself. Other people will see me do these things for myself and do those things for themselves with improvisation to their own liking and to their own custom. That's how you do that. Okay. Improve yourself. All right, Zombie. Zombie, how do we fix this stuff? Uh, in, a, in a previous show, I talked about a concept called Kaizen, which is what you find in Japanese business culture. Um, how can I be 1% better today than I was yesterday? How can I be 1% better tomorrow than I was today? Okay. 
uh, that's the beginning. Um, I've always said that revolution begins in a mirror. Don't do it, Tom Zombie. <laughs> right, you know, revolution begins in a mirror. Okay. And revolution is not an event, but a movement. Okay. I'm at a I'm at a point in my life to where everything that I do in in my lane, as Dan would say. I would ask myself, how will the books I write affect the next seven generations? So it's not just about me. It's about those who will come after me, those yet to be born that I will never see, Thanks. that I have to take into consideration as I walk my path. Okay. So it's not just about the here and now, because sometimes you've got to plant trees that you'll never sit under. Mm. Okay. And I think sometimes we get caught up in our own uh, self-aggrandizement and forget that there are those behind us who will be the ultimate beneficiaries of the work we do here today. Okay. So, and that's why, I forgot where I read it. They said, the stronger you are, the more humbler you become. Okay. Hmm. So, so I, so I, so I think we, we have to really begin to, from the inside out is, is how we build that, that team, that system, that village, that ultimately that nation. Okay. And and it's kind of like Maslow's in reverse but I think that's how it has to go. No doubt. I, I, I you said, and you mean Maslow's hierarchy needs, right? Right. Yeah, truly. All right. mm. yeah. That's Amen. intriguing. That's intriguing. Well, tell me this: if 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 it if we're if we're planning our lives, if we're creating this work with the idea in mind that hey somebody in the future is going to be reading this somebody in the future is going to be digesting this um do we have to con- do we have to also consider that in our in, in, in our behavior as well not just in our books or our works that we write yeah absolutely like this book and i'm holding this up here this is uh the honorable marcus garvey's course on african philosophy now he wrote this in the late 20s early 30s okay he had no idea who was going to read it in the years to come. But because I have it now, there are things that he wrote then that I can apply to now that can be applied to after I'm gone. Okay. Because the one thing, and I heard Dr. Miles Monroe say this, and this is for authors. He says, the one thing that you never want to be you never want to be a generational thief. Okay. You never want to be a generational thief. Les Brown said it best, live full, die empty. So everything that we do, our walk, everything should be a living testament and a template and a blueprint for future generations to follow. Okay. So it's not just how we think, it's how we speak how we act, everything that we do 
exactly is for is for the that those those next seven generations and so that's that's my whole thought process amen i mean because it's it's better to take it right now if you look china their population is dying all of europe all of all of the eurocentric populations are falling off and you see nature is slowly but surely handing the crown of authority back into our hands we just have to be prepared to receive it and how can we be prepared to receive it if we're overweight how can we be pre prepared to receive it if we're just not taking care of ourselves that starting from within you know and that's what i just feel like if we just all start from within and just take care of ourselves i feel like we'll develop that love for ourselves to love each other and then connect with each other but how can we connect with each other and we're all toxic how can we truly have real good connections with each other and we all are sick or something is going on we broke or we sick, we downtrodden, we going through all these things. I just feel like self-improvement will do all of us some great, great, great network building. Because if you improve yourself and you've healed yourself and you've taken care of your traumas, like the queen was talking about, taking care you know, that trauma base and taking care of all those traumas, those childhood traumas, you know, you're not going to be acting those childhood, acting out those childhood traumas when we come together and build a business. You're not going to be acting out those, those hurts and those pains that you went through with your people when it's time for us to sit at the table and organize. But how can, but we're sitting at the table and organizing, we're stressing about this at home. We're, we're going through so many things personally that we're not even fully capable enough to indulge ourselves fully into a network, into a network of black excellence that will say, hey, it could rival that of the Jews or rival that of the Italians or rival that of any other race on the planet. You know what I mean? Because we're just unhealthy and when, and, and a whole bunch of unhealthy people getting together is just a recipe for disaster in my world. And, 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 and my your world. chakra. I love that, man. That was your wrap up, though. <laughs> that was your wrap up. Uh, Minister Zumbi, man, go ahead and give us your wrap up. We'll have Dan Trez with the wrap up and then we'll end with the uh, Fit Goddess. All right. So, uh, Zumbi, bro, you on? Wrap up, bro. Uh, all I have to say, <laughs> you know, and I think Chuck D said it best, and welcome to the Terror Dome. Uh, move as a team, never move alone. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, nature has built itself in systems and teams. So I think we need to, you know, remind ourselves of that and remember uh, what's the old gospel song where it says, you'll never walk alone. Hey, Zumbi, hold up your book, man. Oh, yes. Yeah. We closing up, man. You better get your commercial. Yeah, so, <laughs> so so here's the book. Uh, this is about 22 years of research and personal experience in business. Uh, you can purchase this at your Melanated Bookstore or you can get it from Amazon. And I'm working on the expanded edition as we speak. Dan Trez Omi. OK, yo, bro. Um, just gonna reiterate, I'm gonna say what reiterate what I said earlier. Um, find your lane, find your lane where you work best in, put in that work for your community and make those connections, man. Because we're gonna Amen. do the only way we're gonna win is, is liberation is only be through a community. That's it. All right, Amen. so yo, Dan, talk about your podcast real quick, man. This is commercial time. Uh where my killer tape at pretty much what you see me spitting here is what I spit there, but real quick, um, we are doing a book club for men. We're gonna be doing stick man's the five principles. We're gonna do it in five parts beginning in February, the end of the month. So get with me, we're gonna do an online component and an in-person component if you're local. 
Hope you got your book, Queen. Yeah, you know, I had to go off camera and get it. Now, <laughs> <laughs> so since y'all asking, right? I'm I'm super serious. Uh, four years ago, I used to weigh 240 pounds. I'm like 158 now, but that's on purpose. Like I'm trying to um, increase my skeletal muscle mass. I want it to be. It's more than half of my body weight. And what we don't realize is that that skeletal muscle mass is what determines longevity. And uh, I'm really into nutrition and eating well. I have two sons who. Um, back in 2020, encouraged me to produce this smoothie book. There are 31 different smoothies towards a healthier you. And my acronym BREATHE stands for build resiliency every day and think health eternally. Like I seriously want it for us, you know, so much so that I just turned my, my life into my mission. Like the brother said, I don't have no, I don't, I'm not shouldering the weight because I don't do it alone. I find other people that are into fitness and we, go to the mountaintops and scream and bring all the people together to shake tail and lift weights and do all the things while also enjoying ourselves, you know? And then I tell them, hey, eat this, <laughs> drink this, do these things because I love you so much that I love me too, you know? I am what you are. And remember that, you know, it's you're supposed to move your body. You're supposed to exercise. If you're depressed, get up and move. I say, well, hey, you've been checking out the Get On Code show. We had my good brother, Reverend Chakra Doctor, who popped back in. Hadn't seen you in a bit, God. Good to see you, man. Uh, brother Minister Zumbi. We had the Fit Goddess and my man from another mom, another father, my good brother Dan Trez Omi. Good to have you back on the scene, good brother. And, you know, like we always say, drink your water, <laughs> eat your vegetables. Call your parents. Talk to your, engage with your parents. They miss you. And last but not least, we love you. Be at peace. Peace.